deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. It's 545 and it's perfect outside, so wander around in it. We're in paradise. A little warm for November, but still, what are you going to do? Brett hits us up with a a troll, (laughs) an immediate dip. I love the uh, music in the morning. I just don't like the talking. Is there an app I can listen to just the music? Yeah, it's called the (laughs) Apple iTunes app. You dumbass. It's like two two songs an hour. You're just poking the bear. You know what you're doing. It's a clever way of getting under my skin right away. And and I love the music in the morning. There is hardly any... We admit it. It's a talk show with some music mixed in. Go f*** yourself. Yeah, the app is called The Beth Show. I don't like her music. We don't like much music because we're not playing a lot of it. Now, now I'm going to work today to talk so much that there's never music. I Like, we're going to just blow right through and there'll be no music. None. It's my No Music Tuesday promise to that dickhead right there. Who Way to go, troll. Starts the day off with one of those trolls. One of those guys. Right after I get this email. <laughs> this email's fantastic. I just responded to this lady. It says, uh, Dear John, I saved it in my notes just because I want this to live forever. It says, I heard you say what you've said for years just the other day again, which is if you're a public school teacher, you should quit and get a job that you respect. Now, I've been saying that for 20 years on this show. I'm like, hey, all you guys do is seem unhappy. I watch, you know, gay art teachers and uh, women who are, like, upset that they can't make ends meet. And that Red for Red thing happened. I'm like, look, guys, you're public school teachers. This this passion of yours isn't much of a passion if you're begging for money. We've got to live. Right. But, you know, you're saying that you're working there because of passion. Passion doesn't pay. So if you want to get paid and do your passion, eh, you pick the wrong career and they're, you're not treated right the parents are assholes i'm not blaming the teachers but i think you should quit i've been saying it for years this uh this lady says i felt compelled to write you to tell you in 2017 you said those same words as i was driving to work i went in that day and thought you know what he's right i had two parents on my voicemail telling me stupid things one was their kid wasn't able to write anymore because his hands hurt 
<laughs> Jesus. I, I would lose it right there. His hands hurt too much. Uh, and it was my responsibility to make sure that the daughter of the other caller did her homework. Not the parents. They didn't want to hear from me about that. I don't even know how I'm supposed to be responsible for a kid doing his homework. That's why they're home and it's work. I had had it. So at the end of that year, 2017-2018 school year, at the age of 29, I quit my teaching job and walked out of my passion. You always say get a job at Home Depot. I actually considered it. I got a job at Federal Express instead. I made a little less, but was immediately happier and respected. Here's where it gets good. Oh. Then I discovered in the summer of 2019, I have orgasms that people will pay for. <laughs> Turn right from teacher to FedEx to delivering OnlyFans. Uh, then I discovered I have orgasms people would pay for. Last year, I made $210,000 on OnlyFans. Shut your mouth. How much? Two ten. Send pictures to D Toledo. That's at what I'm saying. Well, she, then she says, I'm not going to give my name or my thing because I don't want to be that girl. I don't want you guys gawking at me. I like the anonymity. She doesn't evidently want one of them no face things. Oh. She says, but I'm doing just fine. We don't need a face. That's right. Yeah. Well, just give us your page. Right. She said, I'm not asking for help. My email was to say thank you because I heard you talking about teachers again the other day. And I got curious how many other people have not emailed in but do the exact same thing because you kind of sparked something. Uh, Ailey is her name. Ailey. Never seen that before. Well, Ailey. That's like the second teacher I heard. The one was that Australian teacher. Well, sure, but not because of me, Brady. Pay attention to why this is happening. I'm the catalyst for OnlyFans. You're welcome, world. You're welcome, teachers. Doing God's work. Two hundred and Thank you, Brett. $210,000 a year. All you got to do is moan on a camera and look halfway decent. She doesn't have much of a face, evidently, this Ailey. She's afraid to show it. But I kind of like that. I like the no-face girl porn. That's kind of fun stuff. You don't really get attached. You don't look for her again. Uh, the body's good. But, yeah, if you've got an orgasm, people will pay for. And guess what? Lots of you do. Why are you hanging out with a bunch of little kids? <laughs> if you're getting ready for school this morning and you're sitting there thinking of one of the Bradens, Cadens, or Aidens in your class, it just drives you nuts. And the parents won't do a thing about it. Get in there and grab that magic buzzing carrot and give yourself a once-over and listen. Is this, is this valuable? Is this something people might pay for? I know you've got your hang-ups about, like, well, I wouldn't do that or whatever. But you do have something somewhere out there. And she's pulling in $210,000 a year. That's a heck of a lot more than you dealing with somebody's kids and babysitting for eight hours. Quit your jobs today, public school teachers, and let these parents handle their own kids in their own way. It's just become this, this some sort of institutionalized babysitting gig, and it's a nightmare. And you, the minute you give your – look at what COVID did. I couldn't have been more right about this. The minute we gave those kids back to the parents, they lost their minds. What are we supposed to do with them for eight hours a day? Well, you're working from home. You have, I hate this. It's – and then everybody blames COVID for, like, their kid's stunted growth. And COVID's the reason why my kid didn't have social skills. No. He was hanging out with you the whole time. You guys don't need your kids eight hours a day. You're the ones who made your kids freaky if COVID, COVID was only a year. I had a kid who had testicular cancer in his sophomore year of high school, missed a year and didn't socialize, came back better than ever. COVID screwed up little Braden, Caden, Aiden, Aiden, Hayden, Maddie, and... Hannah, they don't have social skills anymore. Why not? 
You didn't talk to them the entire time they were home with you? Why would I do that? It was, I mean, I didn't know what to do with it. It's my child. I, I don't need it there all day. Yeah, the second public school teachers were like, you take them. Remember that? The crazy outcry. What are we supposed to do with our kids? I don't know. You had them. You figure it out. I work. You didn't. No one did. We were all home. But I, I no, You got no home. excuse. You made, a, you made a person, and you don't want it all day. You want somebody to take care of it for seven or eight hours. And there it was, waking up with you, staring at you like, what are we going to do today? And then what did you, they, you found places where crafts, desperate teachers would take in like five or six of them. Then you just demand it. The, the only reason Zoom is a thing, A, porn invented it. B, uh, parents of kids they didn't want planted them in front of that screen and made teachers teach from their houses for eight hours a day. And the private schools. And the best thing that came from that was that teachers learned the computer and how they can do exactly what Ailey's doing, which is have orgasms for money right there and say, I don't need your kids anymore. Good for you. I'm proud of you. And I'd love to hear from other people who have heard me say something nonsensical and insane and then quit their jobs. That's bananas. But I love it. And look at how much, look at the, you're sitting there thinking of quitting your job right now in your car. And I'm telling you, go for it. You'll make $210,000 whipping your piece around on uh, TV. I think that's a great thing for everybody out there. We've all got it. Let's see how valuable yours is. Haley made two ten. I don't believe it. I want to see. I, I want to see evidence. I need some paperwork, yes. and I need to see what you're doing. Haley, D Toledo at ninety eight kupd We know you know how to work email because you've already <laughs> fired one over to me. Let's put a link together and see that, and maybe join up and get you up to two. Want to make two eleven? Yeah, yeah, we'll make you two eleven. Two hundred ten thousand dollars. I didn't think that was a thing. There's so many OnlyFans people. She has to be pretty good doing some goofy stuff on there. To make that happen. I didn't know that was a capability for some former school teacher. Nice work, Ailey. And I find it, uh, you know, most people would cower in the face of this information. I find it empowering. I think all oh, you should quit your jobs today and start having orgasms online. I think it's a good idea. Let's saturate the world with it. <laughs> Not you, lady. You, you go work. <laughs> but if you think about it. You know, that's basically what our phones and our our uh, technology has reduced itself to as far as communicating with somebody. The second somebody's out of town or, you know, you start dating somebody new or you got that going on, it's just a series of pictures of both people masturbating. I mean, really, that's what uh, every relationship ends up being. You're, you're past that, Brady. You won't do it. But I think most people, you probably tugged it online for Matthias. Yeah, there's that face. Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't make two hundred and ten thousand dollars. No. No, you know, you got Matthias though. She's Otherwise, the, I wouldn't be in this this business. On the other end, Miss New Booty's probably shown a few things that are like, "Holy smokes!" Yeah, we maybe. all use our phone. <laughs> other than Brady on the planet, other than him, we all use our phones for that. I was oh, with absolutely. a ninety-two-year-old woman last night. Oh, uh, had dinner with a ninety-two-year-old woman last night and told her she goes, oh, "I just got this iPhone," and I'm like, "Get any dick pics yet?" She started laughing and she goes, "You can do that." Like she was interested. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> something that she was against. Tell me more. Yeah. How, do, how does uh, one go about that? And she forgot her reader, so she couldn't figure out how to type things in. She goes, "I'll work on that at home." Like I think in another time she'd be like, "Whoa, I don't like to have that." That's what it all comes down to. We all end up tugging away, thinking that somebody out there needs to see it. Surprisingly, 
it pays now. It used to just be you and you and your chick. And it's been that way since the beginning of time. The first movie ever made. The first motion action photo that was ever taken that moved a person from was a naked lady. We're into it. We dig it. And if you're teaching kids or you're miserable at your work, give your horn a tug <laughs> and show the world what you're made of. Because that's what it's all about right now. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I'm proud of you, Ailey. I think that's good. And I would. Actually, that would be a nice segment to have. Uh, people who have heard me say something stupid and then said, you know what? I'm doing it. And it gave them... I'd like to hear from the ones who tried it and then failed even more and then had to go crawling back and eat eat tons and tons of <laughs> with their old boss going, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have quit. I, I got to come back and get a pay cut or something. You find out. But yeah, like school teachers and stuff, you guys are, you're getting robbed. You're getting screwed rotten. Cops, the leverage that they have is so unbelievable if they all just decided to go, well, then forget it if you don't want us. And guess what's happening? The older cops are like, the day I can retire, I'm going to. And I'm not going to take that extra time or anything else. They're all looking to get out the first day they can because they've had it. They've had it with the mistreatment and the lack of respect and everything else, and they're done. Like, we, we did this because it was our passion. We thought, man, you know, there's some bad cops. Obviously, there's going to be rotten cops. Yeah. Every workplace has some rotten employees. But for the most part, all these people wanted to do was nice things for the community. You know, be a stopgap between trouble and goodness. And everybody's like, you suck. You can't. They all have air. One or two of them wrecked the whole bunch, and they, everybody treats them like garbage. And they're quitting. They're quitting in droves, and they should. They're underpaid, underappreciated. Cops are another one that I'd be like, screw this. If you get a nice piece, whip that thing out and try to pull on 210K a year doing that. The retirement's not the same for OnlyFans. It's one thing cops have over teachers is that full pension at the end there. But, yeah, I know plenty of people who hate their jobs. And you don't have to hate your job. You can yeah, go, and I mean. Don't talk. Don't. You're going to start saying, you don't have to do that. You can sell ice cream. What were you going to say? No. I was saying the thing, uh, the teaching thing where it's kind of gone off kilter is it's never been a job like, hey, you want to get, I want to be rich. I want to make some money. Uh, I'm going to do it by being a teacher. It was never That's never been said. Right. And it was, it used to just be a job that old, a house, like old maids It's always been kind of a, that, and it's always been kind of a a calling people want to Right. They they want to teach somebody. It's they their teach passion. Kids. But then you can't complain that the passion doesn't pay because it's not your passion at that point. Money's your passion. If and you're bitching that changed. you don't get enough money from your passion. Because a lot of people do like charity work for nothing because it's their passion. Like, but you can't make ends meet with it. So what do you do? You get a job to make ends meet so you can continue your passion. Some people have art as a passion and they don't get paid for it. But they don't sit and go, somebody needs to buy my art. 
This is garbage that nobody's buying my art. I can't make ends meet. I, that's your passion. Sometimes that's just for you. Yeah. Music. Musicians. Oh, my God. How many broke musicians do we know? Oh, man. It's coming up in a couple weeks. If they started to complain that their local bands didn't make enough money and the things they're – we're providing a service to the community and nobody seems to – yeah, right. Go get a job at Home Depot and make some money. And then at night, do your passion and someday it might pay off. Teaching? There's no payoff to that. You get no payoff in that. Your passion is to teach people. That's fantastic. And some people, some teachers are like, it's enough. I don't care about the That's paycheck. The payoff But form. there aren't many left. Most of them are screaming and yelling that they need billions of dollars. You're just not getting it. It's not happening. You'll get more money at McDonald's. Because nobody's passion is to work you know, behind the counter at McDonald's, but they're getting paid just as much. Quit today. OnlyFans awaits. Just like Ailey. Run it through this year. Save up some money for a treadmill, maybe some workout bands. Get that thing going, and then <laughs> jackhammer right there on the OnlyFans. Two hundred ten thousand dollars. I got I got proof in an email here. Two ten. I need to see a W two. And that's I don't know how you claim that. And probably OnlyFans keeps a pretty accurate record because it's computerized. But two ten's nice entertainment. I don't I don't know how you. Yeah. Would, what is that? What does she write off? Just vibrators and batteries, I guess. Yeah, everything. Camera. Kind of her workspace, so the square footage of her rooms. Laptop. If she's yep. smart, she's buzzing in every room, yeah. and she can run off the whole house as an office. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Hey, look, I'm yeah, helping her. Hey, I'm, I'm helping Ailey out. If it wasn't for me, she'd still be standing in front of a room full of kids crying every day on her way home. Use the car, grand use the car yeah. for work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, her Ferrari that she gets to drive around. Yeah, you're right. Making $40,000 a year and just wishing that she had a vibrator right there and a camera. You know what's even better is that I don't know how long she was teaching. If she was 29 when she quit in 2018, she'd probably been teaching for five years maybe. So you give her that. I don't know what grade she taught, but she's starting to creep into that age where some of those students of hers are going to be subscribers. Her. Isn't that awesome? You imagine stumbling across Mrs. Bryant, your second grade teacher, and ooh. And you see, that, hey, I recognize that reddish brown hair. Well, I can't see her face, though. What's going on? Is that Mrs. Bryant? Uh, Ken wrote, bravo, Eileen. You got me tugging my horns. Let's be yeah. friends. <laughs> exactly. Eileen, uh, we could make this work for everybody. I like that. I like how he says the name better. Ailey? It's oh. A-H-L-Y. Allie? Uh, he wrote it out. A-I-L-E-Y. I don't know. Doesn't matter A-H-L-Y. for two hundred ten thousand. Yeah, we call it whatever the hell we want. <laughs> you got a nice, you got a nice thing cooking. Oh, big A. <laughs> anyway, you're welcome. A public service. I've I've often said, I'm a tool, a teaching tool, <laughs> a social experiment, a man who will get you from A to B if you just listen, please. And there she is, buzzing away. Making things happen, and I'm proud of you. Teachers, on your way to a school this morning, there's no reason to look at those drooling morons one more day. You Show got, them cans. Got a little, <laughs> yeah. You got a little jackpot hiding under that shirt, or maybe down underneath <laughs> them Oshkosh bagosh stretchy corduroys you wear because some kid's going to puke on you and you don't want to have your nice clothes on. And if you're an ugly teacher, stay in school you've got a lot Keep of passion you've got you got a lot of passion you're doing great, you're doing great. Keep, it, keep it together we're gonna we're gonna expand your classes to 60 
60 kids per room because some of the hot teachers aren't going to be there starting next Tuesday. All the Britney Zamora's are quitting today. What, what was she thinking? Yeah, I don't know. Britney Zamora. She'd still be free. Oh, man, would she? She got so confused, she didn't know how old she was anymore and started dating one of the 12-year-olds. <laughs> and again, after reading the text that 12-year-old sent her, Kid was pretty smooth. I mean, a lot of women would have I got a sleep birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. He was like a little league kid. Like, hey, he's six feet tall and he's playing with the twelve year olds. Let's see some uh, BC on this kid. Yeah, the birth certificate thing was always great. They always asked for the. That uh, might be an adult. When I moved to Arizona, playing little league in West Virginia, you never had that controversy. And I don't know how they handle it nowadays because it would be racist. But moved here. Any big Mexican that showed up, there was like a full-on investigation. Like, he's 30. And I started thinking, do you think they swam all the way up here, walked to Phoenix, and goes, you know what I'm going to do? Play Little League. Like, they were worried there were like 20-year-old that just, they were just 20-year-old Mexicans that didn't get it. We had a kid named Rudy. Okay, Danny Almonte. <laughs> and that's why. Yeah. Because Danny Almonte was like 19, and he's he mowing down. He going goal. postal for Little League. He was the mowing down pitcher of the Little League World Series, and all these other kids are like, come on. The dude's got a wife and two kids. He's not 13. Oh, he's Mexican. Don't have, don't, shh, they have that. Danny Almonte was a beast, but we had a kid named Rudy who showed up. And the thing about Rudy that made all of us on his, I was on his team. We all thought he might be twenty. Was the 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 muscle the muscles Just on this ripped guy in the vein? Tattoos, <laughs> yeah, like by prison, <laughs> and then a tattoo that said "established in 1964." I'm like, what does that mean? Hencho in Mexico, 64. I'm like, you're 20. So we're all 12. And so it was like 84. I moved here. Rudy's on the team. Big Mexican dude, mustache, and I mean these these arms were. He was just shredded. For 12, it's impossible to have the muscles he had. And he's standing there, and birth certificates were nearly impossible to get. But there's everybody like, I want to see that one. Every opposing team, this kid had to walk around with a birth certificate. He was a catcher. I was a shortstop and a pitcher. And every time there was a steal, I was scared to death because Rudy was all over the road. But those big guns of his could throw a ball 7 million miles an hour from catcher to short. And it was never a good throw. It was always in the dirt right in front of me. So I'd, I'd just eat one every time. I hated when people stole. And you couldn't talk to him because Rudy didn't speak much English. So nobody was trying to uh, steal home or anything like that on him. You didn't round third <laughs> at all. Just in case Rudy was standing. It was a wall. The umpire was small. Rudy was like, he's a Mexican, 6'2", just bouncing off the walls with muscles. And that, but back then, you could throw a big stink every pregame. Every single team we played, let me see the birth certificate. And they're like, he had this weird paperwork, too. It wasn't normal. It wasn't like a, you know, born in. It was Office just, max. Yeah, it was something. <laughs> oh, they didn't even have those yet. It was like in crayon. It was, you know, written on a thing of rice. Parchment. It was, yeah, they had all sorts of weird pa- And it changed week to week. Like, they knew. But I thought, even as a 12-year-old, I thought, why would he come all the way up here to dominate Little League? Rolled it out like a decree from the king. <laughs> right. Here he is. Rudy <laughs> Gutierrez. He's 12. Trust us. This kid was born 12 years ago. Come on. It takes most bodybuilders 12 years to get to his size. No, that's just, he's naturally large. And his dad was a tiny little fat man. I'll never forget every game, half-hour delay. God dang it. We're only going to get four innings in today. If we're the early game, never happened. But then I'm like, why would that be a plan of any Mexican is to come up here, feign uh, zero English, 
and and join up and just dominate Little League. Why? <laughs> there's no money in that. There's no there's no like benefit to that. He wants a trophy. I mean, and he dominated, man. Where is Rudy now? Oh, Rudy's passed away from old age. For he was, <laughs> he was in his forties in the eighties. He's definitely old. Maybe Rudy was twenty. Maybe. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. Now, there's those kids, like the birth of like Zamora's uh, suitor. That kid was ahead of his time, too. He was the Rudy of texts, because those texts he sent Brittany Zamora were impressive. And suddenly her passion to teach turned into her passion to play. Oh, yeah. And that actually, Double passion. Oh, she was, she was playing along. And her husband wasn't enough for her. That 12-year-old had to take his place. How bad is that if you're the husband? Mm. Worst part of the story is Mr. Zamora. Yeah. Brittany, I understand her falling for that 12-year-old. I read his text. He was a <laughs> suave little fella. But that dude that had to find out the hard way when the news told him his wife was having sex with a 12-year-old. And like he had to read those texts too. He saw the text we didn't see. He saw the pictures. Standing oh. on the wall, the last pick, and oh. playing dodgeball. Yeah, playing dodgeball. Mr. Zamora. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Next to him, a 12 year old with a piece down to his knee, and he hasn't been picked yet <laughs> Captain either. Captain of the team. But Brittany's about to pick the one on the left, and it ain't you, Mr. Zamora. His name that will live in infamy, the poor bastard. And it's a cool last name, so you don't forget it. It's not like he's Jefferson or something. He goes into his work every day. Zamora, Zamora. I've seen your name somewhere. Are you Pedro from uh, Real World? Uh, no, no, that was a different. Oh, you're the other Zamora. You're the. Your wife left you for a 12 year old. She might be out by now. I don't think so. Oh, God, no. She's not getting out for a long time. She's got a long ways to go. It's like a 10 year deal on her. It's been, a, yeah, she's going to stay good behavior can pay off. <laughs> well, I don't know how good her behavior actually is. She confuses what good behavior is. I consider everything she's done good behavior. Can she do OnlyFans from prison? Jeez, that's I a mean, good I'd question. kick down for a laptop for that, you know? Yeah, that's true. Can we fund <laughs> Black Friday a prisoner to help her out? Yeah. Here's a new Mac. That's true. Brady's looking for a deal. I just think I'd pick full pull to get Brittany a laptop. Brady won't do it unless it's a sale. <laughs> I'll do it. It's got to be on sale, though. This is why a 12-year-old would time to yard over here, all right? <laughs> Baby, I'd, I'd pay full pool for you. I'm looking for a deal, though. I'll get it. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Pedro, Pedro Zamora was the one that had the AIDS on Real World San oh, Francisco. Right. I'm to me. I have AIDS. Brittany's husband wishes he did yeah. at this point. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, why couldn't it have been me? Would you rather have a doctor look you dead in the eyes and say you've got AIDS or your wife say I'm leaving you for a sixth grader? Hand Give me, me those AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> Loads of AIDS. People will at least feel sorry for you with AIDS. They'll, they, they, I guess you kind of feel sorry for them, but in the worst possible. You'll, they'll pity you if your wife leaves for a 12-year-old. Oh. Hello, Magic. What do I do? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I would rather have AIDS. I'd rather have, like a, I'd rather have a debilitating disease handed to me by a doctor right there than find out I lost to a 12-year-old. I don't care about the... You know, as she's leaving for another fella thing. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. That's That adds up to me. To me, that makes tons of sense. Anybody leaving me for something better, I would do it. And there's a lot of people that can relate that it's happened to. But that one the is... The 12-year-old. Age. Um, Joe, a, there's, 
It happens to a lot of guys. <laughs> right. I need to 12 talk. 12-year-olds. You get that call from that good friend. <laughs> You're not alone in this. Hey, man, I'm having a rough day. Can I pop by and talk? Sure. Anything, man. I want to help you out. What's going on? You know my wife, Brittany, right? Yeah. She's leaving me. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. She met someone else. Oh, my God. Where? At her work. Oh, that's terrible. Another teacher? No. There's only one other option here, and I don't like it. <laughs> uh, uh, the, janitor, the, lunch the janitor, the lunch lady. I'm going to run down the list before I even say what I think is happening here. It We're not out. talking about one of the kids. She teaches the sixth grade. Yeah, it's this smooth kid named Matt. It worked out for months that way. She's leaving me for somebody at school oh, that she works at. You just keep that quiet. Say your wife until until the investigation came out. Oh. oh, once it hit the news, I think he was, and, that, and then those phone calls. Like, oh, that poor bastard! Just reliving this for him's got to hurt. The phone calls to the parents saying, "Please don't do this. Just leave it alone." She's sorry. He the probably news uh, got could hold have gotten blamed for it well, too a little bit, like you orchestrated it. I don't know. Oh man, she got think. twenty years. Yeah, she got a long. She got a long pull on that. Ah. Uh, anyway, back to Ailey. She quit her job as a teacher oh, before things got back. Yeah, and I'd like to hear from other people who are like, yeah, yeah, you heard something. It doesn't have to be us. Something, I want to hear that story. You, you got sparked by just what sparked you. I'll tell you what sparked me to quit my job at the last radio station was U2's Beautiful Day. Driving to work on the flyover, the, the 60 to the 10, heading west. Driving into that dump, that leaderless dump. Never had any good management whatsoever, not once. And I'm going over that 60 to the 10, and I remember that beautiful day song coming on, and I'm like, why isn't it a beautiful day? It's up to me to make it a beautiful day. It's my job to make this right. I can't keep waiting for things to get better at a place where nothing's ever been good. Uh, it's my job. And I was like, wow, this song is like, that. that's that seminal moment in someone's life where you're like, this is whatever stupid thing just made me make a choice. I just decided to say I'm done here. That was it. That was it. Similarity wasn't the exact song, but it was had something to do with the music for me. It was like, oh, now we're playing this. What was it? We we because we had changed, tweaked format six times well, at probably. least, at and least. I was like, I I can't do it. Well, they changed every. It wouldn't even like the music didn't even matter at that station. It was like, uh, let's see how many times we can mess with the listeners who like us. Yeah. And they would move. They would move it all over the place. Like we can't win here. And as a sales guy, that's what you were. You're messing with your. You're like you got to call them clients. again and yeah. say, "Hey, I know I keep telling you the station's awesome, but let me tell you why this is even yeah, we're, better." We're moving again. It's impossible. They just kept putting ice on your uphill You'll climb. You'll see, Chumbawamba yeah. is going to just rock the I don't world. Know. I don't want to work here. I didn't even mind the music we played. It was just the leadership was so intensely terrible. From the beginning to the end. It was awful. And that song made me go, you know what? I'm out. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I left. It's this, And kind of the same thing at Tony Roma's when I pulled over at 2 in the morning to see one of the other managers. And uh, it was 2 a.m. on a Saturday, and he was getting in his car, and I'm driving back from a little party because I didn't have to work. And I'm like, Jim, what's going on here? I mean, look at you. Saturday, 2 a.m. What a loser. Leaving work, and he's yeah, the computer's broke. And I'm like, ah, what a brutal existence. He goes, you're staring your future right in the face. 
And my eyes probably got humongous. He probably thought I was an alien for a second. I'm like, i got to get out of this job now. I'm going to get serious about life or I'm going to be a restaurant manager forever. They're not one of the good ones either. Like the dude you see at Bennigan's and then two weeks later he's at Friday's and then two weeks later he's at Red Robin. And he's That's the same dude that he goes to all of them. Oh, horrifying. Yeah. Little catalysts, little life pivots. And I happen to be one for Ailey. Made her life better. No more children. Now all the dads that used to call her and complain and the moms that used to call and complain and say, My kid can't write because you give up too much homework and his hands hurt. So no more writing, please, for Aiden, Caden, Braden, Hayden. And then she'd have to sit there and go, i got to make concessions for this kid who can't write. And I'm going to get yelled at if I don't. And now those very same people that used to call her and complain uh, tug their horns to her on, uh, for a fee. It's just awesome. Uh, Ailey's hands hurt for $210,000 yeah, a year. Guess, guess who's having trouble writing right now? Uh, but not checks. I'll tell you that. She can do some bank transfers with a couple of touches of those crippled wrists. Oh, her fingers have to be pruny. $210,000. You're putting it out there. I wonder how many times you have to do it a day. For two hundred and ten grand, you probably have a like. A, it's probably like charity. You probably have a big donor. You know, I would imagine you got a guy who really likes you a lot, and he's like in Texas. Logging some time, he's putting in. He goes, "Hey, I'll, I'll give your you like P ones." Yeah, yeah. You got like a like a focused group. Then you got your ancillary kind of players, but the ones that are there every day for you, they're putting in like twenty thousand each. The twenty percent. Yeah, and for eighty percent, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I wonder what that's. I wonder what that breaks down to. I'd like to manage an OnlyFans person and say, all right, ten percent of your audience is here every day. They expect content every day. Uh, no, they're, I, I, and they're, then they're paying every day. You probably could. You got to lock it down. They'd have those analytics down. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure of it. Like this Greg guy in uh, Austin, he's with you every single morning. He checks in on new content every day. If you give him new content every day. He's going to stick around, but you got to mix it up. And also you need a creative consultant. I can do that as well. Look, you're doing the on the back thing an awful lot. We've seen that 22 times in the last 30 rounds. Let's do a little. Start uh, working in the appliances. Hands and knees. Let's get some cooking done while we're buzzing. Let's do, how about that? Your new thing is household chores while you, uh, while you, those orgasms you get paid for. Ailey, a listener, a hero, a former teacher. No more red for Ed for her. I love it. The only red for Ed she has now is that freak Ed that likes her every 28th day on her OnlyFans. That's red for Ed now. I like it when you're, uh, you know, cycling. Bicycling? No, you, you know what I mean. Uh, you do a little red for Ed, if you know what I mean. Ching, 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 yeah, ching, ching, ching. ching. Mm-hmm. I like it when it gets kind of uh, sloppy red. Well, I'll give you $10,000 for those sheets. You got it, Ed. <laughs> Head for Ed. Oh, I'm red for Ed. I like the menstruation only fans, ladies. There you go. Congratulations, Alien. Thanks for the email. And you're welcome. Let me just say. As your life coach, this is how those people get started. Man. You're welcome. You saw it here, Brett. And I like what Brett said earlier. I'm doing God's work. It's true. That's right. Somewhere in that Bible, God said, if you hate kids, tug your horn. And show your cans. Oh, 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 lamb of God. Horn tug. <laughs> Let's get a wake-up song for Ailey and the rest of you that are sick of your crap. Uh, it's 585-9800. That's the number. It's 98KUP. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98KUP.
Hey, you, Peter.